Hello, guys, and welcome to the Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. We are back, as always. It is uh, myself, Ibrahim, with Abdi Salah. Abdi, how are we doing today, bro? I'm doing well, my guy. How are you? I am doing well. This is episode number 25. So we are quarter of 100, which is crazy to think. I think we started at like eight or this year, like nine. Like this yeah. year, some like cook session, like very, very like productive year. But, uh, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We have a lot, a lot to talk about, even for a normal episode. So we won't take up too much time on the intro. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll keep this segment short. I don't really want to talk about him too much, but uh, we're getting the the classic uh, Mbappe is coming. Five days later, Mbappe is not coming. Uh, even Fabrizio kind of made a joke where he was like, this is like the fifth, 50th time we've heard here we go. I will I will let you know what it's on, but we do know we do know a couple things for sure. Um mm-hmm. that Real Madrid have been in consistent communication with his camp, that he is deliberating on his decision right now. Uh and if he comes it'll be for uh, a significantly less salary, which will probably still be a crazy number. Um and that it looks like he's leading towards Real Madrid and a lot of journalists are saying that his decision is already made, which I mean with, with that guy you never know. But uh you know, kind of walk me through what you think of the news. I mean, we're not really surprised at this point, but absolutely, um, we we aren't because this is this has been a consistent thing all year, where it seems like every month something is being released, and it's always just a a, a completely different publication. Like it's almost like okay, this week is ESPN's turn to have a go at it, you know, um, and a lot of people are just throwing. Uh, stuff at the wall in hopes it sticks and in hopes of being the first person to break the news. Um, and obviously the summer, uh, the, right before you guys won the Champions League when he was supposed to come, a lot of journalists, a lot of like people on, you know, Twitter mostly lost their credibility because of this guy because his camp is very close-knit. Nothing gets out, um, at least for the most part, unless whatever he wants out. Um but I, I saw the news. I It went viral because obviously ESPN posted it and there was some um, uh, some journalists that have credibility that were behind it. But I don't think we'll know until maybe after the Champions League final or into early in the summer where he fully decides and, and weighs all his options. But it's clear where he's headed. It's been clear. Um, there's only – it's a one-man – it's a one – team race yeah um it's madrid's to lose um and maybe a premier league team will you know just try it obviously just because he's mbappe but i don't think anyone has a chance i don't think anyone is prepared to to be able to put together the financial um demands of of killian mbappe and what he requires um and i think i think madrid's books are you know have been prepped for this and they're the only club ready so it's just more of the same for us it's just like okay Mbappe something comes out about Mbappe um and and it's just uh, I'm just tired of it because it's like it was declared he's going to Madrid and a week later we have no idea what's happening you know so I'm just a little bit I just hate the journalistic aspect of football um and it's just a lot of just a lot of people just trying to be first on something that has not been um, decided yet. I agree. I agree with everything you said. I mean, obviously, 
uh, will kind of I will reserve my judgment until uh, until until it's more official. I think. Yeah. If he comes, though, watch out. I mean, that team if they get Alfonso Davies and him uh, and Endrick, who's coming in the summer, uh, and they get Courtois and Militao back, which is mm-hmm. like basically two signings. I then then you know that that's for me easily the best team in the world. So especially for the value they're going to be getting uh those players like like um Alfonso Davies is not going to be more than like 30 40 million pounds. Mbappe will most likely be free. Um with crazy so bonus just, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, but that still doesn't go into your transfer I feel like. Um so it's just Madrid is playing on, on a whole nother level compared to any club in the world, especially with what they have on the roster already. Um, and it's going to be amazing to see how I, I think he'll go there. So it's going to be crazy to see how he fits in, especially with the how we've seen how close knit this team is. There's no divas. Everybody's playing for each other. And then the biggest talent in the world, the biggest diva in the world. And a guy that's been supposed Great to come point. for three years now walks into that locker room. I think I think that will be the most um, obviously on paper they're the best team in the world. They are a top two, top three team as is right now, as constructed. Um, and adding the best player in the world does not hurt, you know. So I think that's that's a risk you have to take. So I I personally cannot wait for that. I think it'll be it will be oh my goodness it will be media storm. Oh my god. Well, no, I, I, I can't agree. Wait, man. That personality—it's a great point you make. Like his personality is what scares me, and mm-hmm. his willingness to play through the middle, which is obviously where he's gonna have to play, um, if he goes to Madrid. So for me, I've always said that Holland is the player that I think that they should be going for, just because of the fit and the personality. But I mean, talent-wise, I, no one's gonna argue that that Mbappe is the most talented player and the best player, frankly, all around in the world. Um, absolutely just kind of the question marks that come with that is you know what's i mean you can't really say scaring people off because he's just so dominant that it doesn't it doesn't matter but do i think that it will cause some problems at madrid if they are losing and he's playing through the middle and you know with his camp and those type of things i i personally do um but this has been the one that's gotten away for Fiorentino Perez, who is uh, historically has a track record of always getting his way. So he's never going to give up until he gets him, even though we get a story every year about the train only comes around once. Like the train has, has come back five times. Absolutely. <laughs> this is yeah. like the fifth or the sixth time. So, uh, the, but the yeah. train hasn't moved. It's just been waiting. Um, just waits. And I, yeah. and I think this, this is Florentino Perez's way of going out on top. Obviously the guy is, Damn near eighty. Is he in his eight? Close to his eighties. Think so. Yeah. Um, so, w- what's better than securing the n- the next generation's best player Mbappe after the having Super League. Ronaldo? Like I Oof. think it's just Mbappe and the Super League, and then he's done. Like I think after the Super League starts, that's gonna be his like goodbye to football. But no, I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you hundred percent, and we'll kind of see. I have a feeling yeah. this is gonna be something that we will will need to allocate time like until May or June. You know, so. Um, absolutely yeah for sure uh it's it's, it's mbappe watch here on out you know so he's the (laughs) biggest talent in the world i'll get clowned in may when he resigns inevitably like that's that's what i'm thinking (laughs) but um when when art when arsenal makes a sneaky you know 55 million you know you don't get you don't get off that train for like four years i just i know his next club is arsenal bro he's never going there man 
I have the tweets, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh. Unbelievable. But we'll move off of uh we'll move off of Mbappe. We talked about we talked about the Super League a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. you know that was a really, really interesting discussion. A big part of that for me was the part we talked about state-owned clubs, and we talked about um uh Chelsea and Strasbourg for a little bit, not too long, where like this is the next level of like clubs are having so much money, they're basically buying like feeder clubs, and those yeah. are acting as uh as as this, like uh you know like development academies exactly yep. like a, a full club is acting as an academy and they're powerless we had a huge um you know like uh transfer transfer story this week with with savio and and girona who obviously have been doing fantastic in in la liga bought him or he was on loan from a french club mm-hmm. and city group negotiated with the club bought the player and then sent him to Man City from Girona he's going to go to Man City and and obviously this caused a shitstorm because you know it's almost like clubs that are a part of City Group are like if you're not Man City or you're not the top like you're powerless like it's basically like a pyramid so like the best of Girona will go to the the to Man City we'll mm-hmm. see with Miguel Gutierrez who's who's been the left back just who knows maybe if that's someone that Pep wants but you know, it's very interesting to see where football is going financially. And I think this kind of takes me back to my point on the Super League, where that's why something, if the Super League is not the answer, my follow-up is then what is. Because I think that the system we have currently is just fundamentally broken. And I don't think that this something like this is going to stop anytime soon. We saw um, the name, what was the name of the Brazilian Chelsea winger in the summer? Um Oh, um, it starts with an A. I, I, I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking like about. like 17, 18 years yes. old. Yes, Angelo, Angelo, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Angelo. Um, A lot of clubs wanted him, but he went to Strasbourg because that was also owned by, by Boli and, and by, by the same group that owns Chelsea. Kind of, I know you were pro, like, the current format. Like, what do you think of all this, like, city group and, and these clubs now with, like, basically these professional academies is what I'll call them. I, I, I agree with everything you said in terms of just like what to do if Super League is not the answer. Um, football is like a global sport. And like what I've, I've known this for a while, but like what is like very clear at the moment is just um, there's no type of like just like no, like it's not a, it's not, football is not a, just a one sport thing where we're all one together, whereas like the NFL and the NBA are, where La Liga's run as an organization itself, Serie A is an organization itself, and then all those clubs or all those countries come together in the Champions League, which is an organization as uh, itself, you know? Um, I think that's the biggest issue where all these clubs and all these wealthy um, state-owned clubs have found loopholes in terms of I know Girona right now, if they qualify for the Champions League and Man City qualifies for the Champions League, they both can't be in there um, because of... No, no, they the... can't. That's like, I think that's fake news. Are you sure? The, I, there's a big criticism, though, but it's it's like, I, I think there's one, like, I want to say there's something with, like, the ownership that allows it, but it's, like, very, like, gray area. Like, we don't know yeah, for so... sure. 
I, I was I was reading something like that, but if it's not true, then then but it's just like it obviously this sale is huge. Savio is a big talent. Um and he's been he's been contributing, obviously. Um, but I, I don't know how to stop it. I think Super League, I think the one thing I like about it is just bringing everybody under the same umbrella um, where things are shared and everything is divided equally. Um, where right now, I think UEFA rules over everybody. They they basically are the bank and everybody else is just, you know, coming to collect. Taking the um, yeah. Exactly. Um, so I don't know how to fix that. I just think, I just think the way Super League is being pushed is a little bit like, like some of the stuff I don't agree with, like the, um, like how it's formatted, all the competitions and free stuff that won't be free in the future just because of revenue stuff that they need to be charging money for. Um, so I'm, I have, I have no idea. Obviously, City Football Group is the biggest right now, like where. Like Girona is under them, and Girona is number two in the champions in the in in La Liga, and will be playing in the UCL next year. Um, and then you see it with Savio; they're using him to one make their club better, and then two go to their other club. You know, so it's like it's very hard. Um, I don't think there's a perfect answer, but obviously it's flawed in every way. Everything is flawed. Everything is flawed in in football right now. Money talks. Um, and, and I, I have no idea how it's going to be solved. It's, it's just a tough, it's, it's, it's just so watered down, like even talent, all that stuff. is just, it's just not how it used to be. Um, so it, it's unfortunate that we're seeing, we're witnessing it happen in real time where like just money taking over what used to be, you know, the beautiful game. Like I know PSG. Uh, have been interested in buying Valencia uh, and have been looking into that. So, I mean, I think as long as this isn't, you know, addressed directly, um, where I don't even know how it's going to be discouraged. I think the issue just like the financial, the financial system of Europe just completely needs to be overhauled, like top to bottom. And, and, you know, I saw UEFA today, like they added to the prize pot for the next Champions League. I think this is amidst pressure from the Super League. Um, so anytime there's an issue with the Super League, they just kind of spawn more money or they change the format back from the Swiss format that no one liked to, um, the format that, that people are familiar with, with the group stage. So there is clearly an ability to make change, but whether they want to is, is a different story. And I think that for me is what drives the narrative. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, the fact that the pressure is working, you know, where they are not like huge, uh, drag, uh, uh, like, oh my God, huge changes. Um, <laughs> drastic. drastic is, is kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, drastic changes. Um, but it's good to see at least like clubs obviously have been complaining about the pot and money that they're making uh, from this competition. It's the most watched sporting events throughout the whole year in all of the world and it just they're making pennies uh, like maybe dimes to what you know is really out there um so yeah. i i hope this is for the better moving forward and um the super league maybe it will be a thing if it's like completely um like it's fair for everybody 
Um, but we'll see. I think it it, it has a place. Um, obviously, it's something that's. Uh, I I remember when it came out a year, two years ago. It was completely different than what it was. What came out, you know, six weeks ago or something like that. Um, so it'll be good to see. I hope. I just want fairness and I want quality football, and I don't think we're getting that at the moment right now. No, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I we'll see. Well, this is a this is obviously like the Mbappe stuff is a very very ongoing conversation. So just kind of over the course of months, and and I think next season will really be the last season where it's clear what competition we're going to be going into. I think after next season, we're going to, I think the season, the summer after is when we're really going to find out things about Super League. And obviously we've heard the rumors that a lot of clubs are, are, are interested, but are just not saying so publicly. So we get to, you know, kind of address the, the truth of those rumors and uh, we'll go from there. But um, it, it'll be crazy if like at the end of the year, <laughs> teams get to go decide to go to the Super League or like UEFA. And it's just like, I don't know. It's at this rate, so much stuff, so much information is coming out. You don't know what's true, what's right, what's what's going on. No, um, I know. But yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We will uh we'll talk briefly about the international competitions. There's been two going on, both have been fantastic. Uh we'll start with AFCON. AFCON's been crazy. Um, it's been the story of the underdog. I mean, and comebacks and top to bottom. I mean Senegal out early, Morocco out early, Algeria out mm-hmm. in the group stages, Egypt out early. These are teams that always go deep in, in, in the competition. Uh, even Tunisia lost in the group stage. Um, we saw South Africa uh, win against Morocco, then win a crazy shootout against, against Cape Verde where their goalkeeper saved four out of five penalties, which is which is crazy. Um, and, and Nigeria have, you know, that was, I think, they were my pre-tournament favorites, were they not? I you, believed, you yes. Did. Yeah, I did not. I did not believe in Nigeria at all. I am. I if, if they had Boniface, bro, they would be like good. Like Osteman has not been moving me, but they their team is just fantastic. So this weekend we get Ivory Coast versus Nigeria in Ivory Coast. Uh, the hosts a chance to you know win the trophy in their backyard. Uh, who who are you saying takes it? Ivory Ivory Coast, who were out of it in after the third game of the group stages and fired their manager, thinking they were going home, and now playing in a final is crazy to me. Um, but I, I think at one point there was what like uh, news reports that they were looking to sign managers on loan. Renard, um, yeah, just, which is kind of just Afcon summed up perfectly. Oh, I'm serious. Um, but I, I think, I think Nigeria, I obviously I'm not a big fan, but Nigeria, they're just, they're loaded with such talent. Um, Ivory coast, I think they're happy to be there. Obviously it would be uh gargantuan if they were to win in their home soil. Um, but I think, I think Nigeria secures this. I think they've been very underperforming over the last couple of AFCONs. Um, no, no world cup for them last year. Um, so it'll be, or, or 2022, no world cup for them. So it'll be, it'll be good to see, um, Nigeria finally, you know, uh, at, at the top where they should be every year. I, I believe. I agree. I'm going to take, I'm going to stick with my pre-tournament choice. I'm going to say Nigeria takes it. I'll say two, one in extra time. Ooh, 
I like how all the games have been going to extra time and penalty yep. shootouts. Um, that's but I think that yeah, Nigeria secures this, but I think it'll be two zero full time. I think the one thing that's been nice about this Afcon is like usually. In Afcon, usually you go down, you're cooked, like it's over. <laughs> this year, like it's been nice. The football's been great. I will say, like one of the best things to come out of this World Cup expansion is that like African teams, especially, are able to retain like top talent because of how many Absolutely. slots are in the World Cup. Like how many players now are playing for their for their for their countries. Um, we saw a bunch of it with Ghana in the last World Cup, where they had like four or five players. Um, Nigeria have been doing well. I would not be surprised if, if Olise wants to play there, if he can play there. I, I believe Olise has Algeria, Nigeria, and, and England. So, um, and, and, you know, it's, it's great to see. So I think that those 10 slots are going to be a huge, a huge, you know, milestone for African football. And I think, uh, I think the possibilities are, you know, endless for the endless, game. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Asia cup. Uh, yep. Qatar, Qatar versus Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you have for that in the final? Qatar, I'd say. I think reigning Afcon, uh, reigning Afcon. Excuse me, Re- reigning Asia Cup champions. I'm surprised South Korea did not make it with how well they were playing. Even though they were coming back really late in every game, uh, yeah, they were like the most talented team left. But I mean, Iran was really good too, and 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 they lost to Qatar. That was a great game. So. My final was Iran versus South Korea, and it ended up being Qatar versus Jordan. Jordan have been yeah. Jordan didn't even they were. I think they finished third in their group. Um, they were struggling against Uzbekistan. They were struggling. That was a painful game. Um, but I, I think Qatar wins as well. It's good to see Qatar like, like the football revolution that they began 10, 12 years ago is like finally you're seeing the fruits of the labor. Um. So it's good to see that back to back would be insane, um, mm-hmm. but I think they do it. They've clearly been one the one of the best teams in the tournament, and I think they continue to keep playing that way. It is so nice to see like a competition. Even Afcon's been really good at this. Like the facilities for the Asian Cup, obviously because of the World Cup, are just like the best, probably the best Absolutely. in the world. Like yeah. it's so nice to see. Like like it's something we really take for granted, especially like. Um, who was the Cameroon was the host of the last Afcon and the facilities were terrible. Uh, uh, like Cote d'Ivoire has done a, like a ten out of ten job with that, and and obviously Qatar is just kind of porting over everything from the World Cup. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean both have been a breath of a breath of fresh air to have you know back to back years with these winter international competitions. They're great fun to watch. Um, yeah, and, and then uh, we head straight to the Euros after this, and it's yes. This oh, summer, I can't wait. Be, I yes. cannot wait. Like I, I genuinely cannot. Who's here? Just wondering. Like who do you, who do you have taken the Euros? Like from just thinking four months ahead. I, I, I think it's time. No, I wouldn't. I will never pick England. But I think France. No, I think never. France is the best. France is the best team. I think Mbappe will have something to prove, especially because I think he's back. he's taken us something. He's taken a step back to the youngsters. I feel like Jude has in terms of just, you know, acclaim and 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 fame and everything. I think Jude has become the most mainstream football star in the in the world. I think Mbappe comes to his club and comes as a champion as a European champion. That'll be what well, that'll be an incredible start to his Madrid career. 
That would be crazy. I think it's for me. It's between France and Portugal, and I don't even say Ooh. Portugal for me because of Cristiano. Because obviously Cristiano has been much better this year, and 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 he's gonna he's gonna do well this summer, I think. But just how much talent they have, it's almost cruel to him with how much he was carrying in like 2010, mm-hmm. 2012, 2014, where the, the team was awful. It was like just him and Nani and Pepe. And now every single position has like multiple, multiple world-class players. And even the generation coming up, you can see it. Like center backs, Ruben Diaz, Antonio Silva, midfield. They have Bernardo Silva, Ruben Neves, uh, uh, Bruno Fernandes. They have Rafael Leao, Diogo Jota, um, like every single position has like two world class players, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a proper coach finally. Uh, yeah, so not Fernando Santos anymore. I so. know. So, well, yeah, th- this is their summer. I think this is. Do you think Ronaldo like limps to a World Cup in twenty in twenty six? <laughs> No way, right? I I, I I I think he can. I think he will because because he's just like I don't even like the numbers he's putting up is absolutely insane. He doesn't look like obviously competitions are a little bit lower, but he's what thirty eight years old, thirty nine years old. Now. Um, so I why not? I would love to for him to. Uh, I would love to watch him play one last. I think he should. The goal should be to retire after the World Cup for sure. Yeah. But he should do it because one, they're freaking incredible. Um, he doesn't have to carry as much. He just needs to play a role, get his goals, and contribute. And I think they have a fair chance of it would be nice because right now, the only way you're step, you know, adding to your legacy is by international trophies, you know. And I think, and like just from how he's talking, all that stuff, I think he knows. Um, like I, I believe like in the World Cup, I think they squandered a chance to get far and get to the semifinals. Um, but I don't. I think the Euros and the next coming World Cup, I think they should have. What he'll be? What 40, 41? 41, 40, I think. Forty one. So he will. Man, he looks great. Man. He, the he's, way he's jumping, he's the way he's shooting, everything. He hasn't lost a step. He looks the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, physically he has not for sure. I mean, obviously. I think he does. I don't know. Wow. 41 is crazy for, for like 41, 41 is... at a World Cup for a top nation is just like, it's beyond top, yeah. longevity. It's like insanity. You see the few like, uh, you have like a Russian 43 year old or something like that. Or like, I think Mexico had like a 39 year old at the last World but Cup. Portugal? Like... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, especially with the youngsters they have, bro. They have absolute like just, so much talent. It's crazy. Remember so, in 2012 when, when they took Spain to the brink with that garbage team? Like, garbage. Every, like, garbage. It's crazy. Like, if you ported, like, Cristiano Prime, like, like 2012, 2015 with these Portugal teams, my God. So, it just kind of mismatched. It was like Figo almost. Absolutely, yeah. Figo came as Ronaldo was taking off, uh, leaving as Ronaldo was taking off. But yeah, exactly. That's, so, the, that's the cycle of football, man. It's just so cruel. It's it so is, sad. It is a cruel game. I, I I hope we well we definitely will hopefully well hopefully if there's no injuries we'll get a Cristiano like at the Euros this summer on on peak form, and then mm-hmm. we'll see. This uh, in two the Euros years. are in Germany this year, right? In Germany, yeah. Thank God, there is nothing I hated more than the. 
the last Euros that was in like 14 cities across like eight countries. Yeah. It was so nasty. And like teams were playing at home. Like England played every single game at Wembley and except for like one in like Ukraine or some something crazy. Something like or Poland. I forgot. It was nasty though. I, I, I like when it's like one hub. I think every international competition should be held in Qatar moving forward. I think like they have the city? facilities that yeah, just their facilities. Just keep are it there. Nuts. The facilities are sheesh, man. Qatar is. Uh, we get the World Cup in two years, man. Are you gonna go? You have to go to a game, right? Ab- absolutely. Um, we'll go to games together, bro. Um, I saw that the final will be in in, in MetLife. In MetLife. So they're gonna um, change that god awful turf, like they have to. Bro, do you know how many New York Giants have died on that turf? <laughs> uh, they killed Aaron Rodgers, bro, Aaron in like Rodgers. fifteen seconds. <laughs> Um, imagine these are like the world's most valuable athletes coming to your country. You Could you imagine if Mbappe stepping grass. on that shit? He would be like, I will not play on this shit. Like there is oh, no forget, way. Forget even this past summer. So many players got injured playing on American soil. You know, it's, they need to get it together. But I know the semifinals are kind of spread out. Everybody gets a game. Um, For what, the, the finals in, in, in 26? Yeah, 26. I, I think it'll see. be in Dallas. I think uh, the Rams Stadium will get one. But SoFi is gorgeous, just, man. Like that. Yeah, SoFi is so beautiful. Atlanta's is too. Is like crazy too. Yeah, Mercedes I think Atlanta Benz? gets a game. Mercedes yeah, Benz. Yeah, they do. And, and the and the first game is in. Uh, um, it's in like it's in Monterey. I think it's in Mexico. Mexico, Ooh. so like Mexico will play like their first game as like the the opener, and thank God we're doing groups of four, not groups of three. So, yeah. and then we have that weird ass twenty thirty, like two, like four continents, something like nasty, like <laughs> for the first one, three. What once once it settles down though, it'll be nice, like having Morocco, Spain, and Portugal. Like that's a nice yeah, like World is. Cup like setting, you know. Beautiful countries. We get Saudi thirty in thirty four. I think it's confirmed. I believe. Oh my God! Is it that? I mm, Saudi. Oof, that'll be something. If I no speak, comment. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I'm not uh, saying anything. But uh, <laughs> we'll kind of we'll, we'll move off that. We'll I'll jump this one up. Uh, the Champions League obviously is back this week. Um, yeah. We talked extensively in our last episode. Let's run through it again. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot has changed uh, between the last time. We won't spend, you know, unless things change, we won't spend as long analyzing. But let's go game by game, I think. Let's talk okay. about our analysis, what we think. Uh, let's not be boring. Let's do a score for every game. We, we uh, <laughs> Every game uh, for the four games. The two on, We get two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday. Um, we will start with... Copenhagen against Manchester City. I have a feeling you're going to say the same thing you did in January or December, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a cakewalk for City. Even though like um, uh, Copenhagen absolutely impressed in, in the group stages. They put up a fight against Bayern, completely outplayed uh, Man United, United over yeah. two legs and held their own against um, Galatasaray, Galatasaray, you know? Yeah. So... I, I just think City is a completely different tier, um, especially with De Bruyne back now. I think they've that's what they've been missing. They haven't been scoring as many goals. 
um, with, I would say, uh, 3-1 um, first leg. So I think, yeah. I think City takes care of business. I agree. I'm going to say Mad City take this one. I, I think they're going to give the classic struggle in the first game and then they'll just oh, dominate okay. at home. Give me like 2-1 Man City wins. I, I, I hate that so much. They struggle, destroy some freaking bottom half Premier League team and then win 5-0 next leg. It's Remember crazy. Leipzig last year was 1-1 and people were thinking they had a chance and they won 7-0? <laughs> Holland scored like 5, five right? 5, yeah, in, in 50 minutes. But uh, this yeah. one is actually going to be closer than a lot of people, a lot of people say. We get Leipzig... And Madrid, and the first game is in Germany. Uh, and Madrid, our our board loves to uh, go into like games very very unprepared. We have this like with this weekend we play Girona with no center backs, like mm-hmm. not a single. So I think the back line is Tremeni and Carvajal. So I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna need like a heart heart rate monitor while I watch. <laughs> Uh, but I think it'll be the same, like in midweek, unless Rudiger can like rush his way back to play. But I, I injuries have been the story of this season for you guys, um, as the well as they find a way every and, time, and they find a way every time. And I think first leg will be a struggle being away, but maybe I'll say I'll say two one Madrid away, and then and then you guys just handle them at home. But I have the same Leipzig score. is sneakily good, man. They're they a pretty good team. Good. I have the same well in the groups. Yeah. 2 1, Jude double, you know? Jude Mania continues. Give me Vinny. I'm never doubting the kid, ever. Vinny, and then. Where do a cruise goal, you know? I have, he hasn't <laughs> a scored cr- in a while. Give me one of those. Outside. Like, the passes, the like, where he that. passes it in. The last one was Atletico Madrid, I think. So. Uh, wow, was that his last goal? Yeah, so it's been it's been a long. Give me a cruise goal. That's a that's a crazy one, but yeah, I'll say two one. I agree with you, um, and then I think the the home game will be will be tough, but it'll be comfortable in the end. Then we get Wednesday. This game I'm really looking forward to. PSG and Real Sociedad. Uh, Real Sociedad have been struggling to be fair. Uh, three games, three games mm-hmm. in a row with a draw in in the league. Uh, PSG is obviously the overwhelming favorite. Um, I say, I like, I like a 2-1 PSG, but I, I think it'll be a tough game. I think that, that second leg in Spain is, is, uh, is the definition of a, like a hell match. I think they're going to struggle. I think that's all they have to do is just get there with uh, giving themselves a chance. I, if you get blown out, uh, in Paris, then you're cooked back at home, but. So I, I would say first leg, I think 1-0 PSG. I think um, Sociedad, uh, I believe Tierney's injured again. I, he walked off like last week. Um, so I would say 1-0 Mbappe scoring. And then second leg will be, you know, winner takes all. I think that will be a de facto decider. If they can get a result here, though, that would be crazy. That man, would be, see. oh my God. I think we're due for something like that where, you know, the favorites go down first leg. Um, but I think I'll, I'll predict that for another game. Like, this week is kind of boring. Like, I'm, I'm looking ahead, like, the week after, which we'll obviously talk about next week. Like, we get Inter-Atletico, yeah. and then we get Napoli-Barca. Like, the schedule makers and, and Porto and Arsenal, which, I don't know. I, have, I, like, I feel like Porto and Arsenal is the game I want to watch. I need to see these, this, this Arsenal team in like a knockout game. It doesn't matter. Especially in Portugal, you know how hard it is to yeah. play there? 
So, Atmosphere is crazy. Yeah, crazy. So that like all I feel like all the good games are next week. But the last one this week is uh, is is Lazio against Bayern. Um, probably nothing has changed for you. I I said Bayern will, are still they're still my favorites to to win this to win yeah. this tournament. Um, yeah, they did not. They did not add to that midfield in in the January transfer window. Um, but I think that doesn't affect them until you come up against the heavyweights of Man City and and Real Madrid, where the midfield battle is so crucial. Um, and you're gonna come with, you know, I don't think you have the right players there. Um, so I think I think Lazio they take care of business. Um, I would say three zero Bayern. Um, I believe first first leg is in is in Italy. First leg is in Italy. Yep. Yeah, I think they win three zero, and then they give them like another four or something like that at home. They signed Lazio. Eric Dyer though, so <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will say I'll say Bayern to take this one. Give me uh, give even, me two two nil. Even Eric Dyer didn't believe he was going to Bayern. He was completely shocked. Did you oh. see the memes of like Kane and like Kane in the dressing room? He's like, hey, like what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> I left Spurs to escape this guy. <laughs> but I mean, the... Kane, imagine Kane and Eric Dyer don't win a trophy this year, bro. Bro, this this weekend they play Leverkusen. Like if they lose they to Leverkusen this weekend, league oh my. is gone. League bro, is Leverkusen gone. does not le- does not lose. You know, remember when Mourinho was talking about like uh, when he came back to, to to Chelsea, and I think they were struggling. He's like the problem with with other leagues is like uh, if you drop points, it's like a catastrophe. Like that's literally how it is because Leverkusen will not lose. Like they have not lost all season, and if they go up five points with Bundesliga's with thirteen games left, that's it, man. Like they're not dropping wrap points it twice. Wrap, yeah, it, wrap up, it up yeah. exactly. So, well, that's gonna be a great game. We get like those two, like the pace that they're setting and and what Kane is doing. Twenty four goals in twenty games so far. He's been unbelievable, man. Oh my god! I hate Mbappe so much. You would be cakewalking to a Champions League title with with Kane. Kane? Oh, yeah. With Kane Oof. linking with Jude behind him and Vinny making runs in behind, and Valverde. Oh, side. That's it. Like that's that would be what, it. What do you think? Like the story is if Bayern don't win league and. They don't win the Champions League, and Kane puts up historical. Doesn't numbers. matter. It literally means nothing. It means absolutely nothing, and I he think has to win like one there's league. A huge possibility that that happens. It's crazy because how fitting would it be? They lose their that, what nine? They're nine nine. Yeah, I think they might be in the streak. double digits. They might Is be eleven. Eleven, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I think the last time was like yeah, twenty thirteen. You're right. Yeah. I think the 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 Dortmund the, here. Dortmund, like, yeah. That's Dortmund crazy. went back to back, and then it's been lights out ever since. Um, but Leverkusen and and Xabi Alonso and those boys, they don't joke, man. Bro, they, they crucified Cristiano for not after he won three in a row with Juve. He lost like their first in twelve years, and they still blame it on him. And Kane goes to Bayern, and he's not going to win one, and uh, they're going to kill him, bro. Tuchel, Tuchel is gonna be Tuchel might <laughs> he might run back to Chelsea. He might be like, oh, yeah, dude, it's, Nagel's, it's, Nagel's it's tough, Mendes. man. Yeah, man, I don't know. What what Shabby's doing is unbelievable, unbelievable. With who? Who Kane? No, Shabby Alonso. With, oh, uh, Shabby. 
thought you yeah. said Chavi. I was like, uh, are oh, we no. like talking about the <laughs> Chavi? Chavi. Oh yeah, Chavi's Alonso. crazy. Yeah, he, I think he should stay, man. If they if they can give him like a, a big time budget this summer, he should stay. I, he didn't even get a big budget last summer, and he's doing this. You know, Liverpool's like calling his name. I have a feeling he's going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Liverpool, like, you got to look into that dressing room and be like, is this the club effect, or are these actual players like good? You know. And can I make them as good as club has made them? But that's very Mohamed Salah and Van Dyke is very tempting. Like those are like incredible cornerstones as a club, you know. And we know they have money. They tried getting Caicedo for like one thirty-five, so they can't pull the broke card. Man, man! As soon as it was rejected, they were like, "Alhamdulillah, no, let's go find somebody else." <laughs> they he signed Endo for them. like ten million. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were slick. <laughs> How do you how do you go from a hundred million to a freaking seventeen million dollar player? Get the hell out of here! Oh my! God. I swear they haven't they haven't not showed their wallet again since. Oh, oh, then they never will. They will pull out the FSG reading off a script like we do not have the money to compete. Financial fair play. <laughs> we're we're getting there, but uh, club, that's a club, huh? club in his retirement home will will make a uh, a press release just to say they don't have money. You know they can't compete. No, the, Liverpool is so poor. Get, I wonder where Klopp goes next. Hmm. I don't think he coaches again, bro. Again? Like, ever? I don't, he's done? I don't think so. I think, I think he's waiting for done. Germany. He deserves Germany. I think that's where he, he wants d- to He stop. does deserve Germany. And I think that might be the right call. But I don't know if he coaches again. I think I think he's content with everything. I don't think he can keep chasing Pep the rest of his life. What about that's Mourinho? I think Mourinho's coming to the prime, bro. Or I if do he doesn't too. take the Napoli job. I think Chelsea. No chance, man. He shouldn't. Please don't. I think Newcastle or Chelsea, because I think the Newcastle job opens as the as the the day the transfer window opens. I think he's gone, Eddie Howe. And Chelsea, Mauricio Pochettino cannot return. Um, especially even if he wins a trophy, I don't care. Did they see they wanted to sack him and they can't? I saw that. They're paying. They got like four coaches on their books, bro. They have grandfather, Tuchel, Pochettino, and who's the fourth? I think it would no Lampard is Lampard. Lampard no, yeah, no. is he still on the books or is he just interim? He would be because he he started what coaches sign what four or five year deals. He's no, I think there. he was an interim though. No, Isn't he, it, interim, did he not he, win he, one game with Chelsea? By the way, we do not talk about that enough. He had a half he did, season. He didn't win one game, and nobody slandered him because they were like he's the caretaker. He's English. Yeah. I, I I I knew like I was just like, bro, you are a legend. You have nothing to coach for. Just go be a pundit. Go hate on Arsenal on TV, bro. Just go live your best life. And he took Derby in. from six to six. He got that fourth place with Chelsea the first season, and then he just the pressure mounted and it was over. Like his career was he, over. He got as top soon four though. He got top four. His first season. And then yeah. they gave him the wallet, and then they get opened up. That's when they got Kai Havertz and all those boys, and all of them are gone now. All and of the second they said they put the expectations as win, that's it. Yeah, the, I think they might be paying him too, bro. That's I do not coaches. want Mourinho to take the Chelsea job. He will get a stroke. Like, he's going to sell half of their... Him and Bully, he's going to be like, yo, half of these guys, get get them out. Like, like I, I, I think that's what Bully needs. I think he has to ha- get someone in that locker room that can talk to him that way. Nobody has told... The only person that's told Boli what you're doing is wrong is Tuchel. And Tuchel is gone, you know? Grand Potter was nothing. 
that was a job of a lifetime. Pochettino has been out of a job for the last couple of years. He needs it more than Chelsea needs him. And he needs somebody to be like, bro, we can't keep buying young players that we don't know if they're going to be good or not and giving them 10-year contracts. Like, that I want is... Newcastle. Just please give them, like, Mourinho Newcastle with oil money would be, would be mm. perfection. Like, you get Tonali mm. back mm. and they have, like, very talented players in positions and then he can go get, like, four or five, like, quality, quality signings. I would love with, that. With, and, and Newcastle, they've been holding back their war chests. They haven't really spent. I don't think they want Eddie Howe with that money, so... Imagine still, Eddie still Howe walking into a meeting or... with like Neymar. Are you serious? Like, come on, like you can't be serious. Like, no, exactly. Mourinho is Mourinho. Taught, speaks for himself. Mourinho's. I think Mourinho needs to go to Newcastle, but I think he comes back to the Prem. I have a feeling soon. he's gonna end up at Chelsea, but I want him to go to Newcastle. Yeah, that would be. We get we we lose one legend, we get another one back. So I I hope so. I hope he goes to Newcastle. Third time's the charm, but. Yeah, he's he's Newcastle's. You know, knocking on the door of the big six. I think only Arsenal is the one he hasn't coached in Man City. He's coached United. He's coached coached Tottenham. He's Chelsea, and now hopefully. So I saw the rumor that he wants to go back to United to make things right. I almost collapsed. Please do not go there. Please. I haven't even thought about that. Oh, I would collapse. I would be so sad. His career would be dusted. I think I think United are content with with uh, with uh, Heisenberg. I think they might be. He's slowly slowly cooking something. The kids are starting to perform, you know. Because he benched so. he who must not be named. Did he play this weekend? Uh who, I think United? he was. No, no, yeah, I know United played. They won. No, he started oh. to be fair. I was talking about Rashford. Or oh, he he. No, he started. He he start, no, he, he started? started. He started. He started. Because I, I saw um, what's his name? The Argentinian scored, and then uh, Garnacho uh, twice, and uh, and then what's his name scored too. He's been Hoyland's been consistent as well. So, to be fair, it took them what all the like they just had to play the academy kids. He they, just they gave have, up. They're so talented. The Mino, Mino? What's his name? Oh, Mino? what a player! Unbelievable, man! And 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 Amadiallo has been on the bench now, and. And and finally, you know, people coming back into the fold. Yeah, no, they've they've been good. Sixth place right now. So which with with how bad they've, excuse me, with how bad they've been for courses of the season. It's not bad. Yeah, I think as long as they have a puncher's chance to qualify, I think things United are always you know they things always go in their way. So they'll find they'll find a a red card here or there and a penalty here or there. <laughs> to, After to final time. Sure. After full time, like before, but uh, we we that will is, get. Uh, huh, go ahead. That that full time incident where final, is, you know, three three, and then it's uh, Bruno Fernandez Bruno Fernandez. So oh. funny, man. Fergie time never it's state. Fergie time never goes away. But we will. We never yeah. get to talk about this. But I mean, Arsenal this season. Actually, to be fair, they have won. We get, we games. talked about no no. We don't need to. We we took care We've of business to- as we needed to. They're, they talked to me like 3-1. It was pretty like dominant, to be honest. Obviously, no Salah for Liverpool, uh, but they were top of the league. Everyone, you know, t- start to finish. Finally, like, uh, I would say this and City were the only two I can really remember where it's like, okay, this is the Arsenal that yeah. we know. And I, and, I, and I think that's how this team has been built, you know, to, to be ready for those big guys where... Like, like my my 
the fit my like the thing I took away most is one they had zero shots on target. Liverpool are they were completely dominated in the midfield. Obviously, they were Shabotsai didn't play, um, who's a big engine for them. Um, and Mohamed Salah didn't play as well, who's their best player. And Allison made a mistake and Van Dyke made a mistake. Like, you know, a lot of stuff happened that you could just be like, oh, okay, it was a bad day so for them. So did Arsenal uh, on so that goal. Arsenal, yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, I I I like what I took away is just how important Havertz is when it comes to just off ball stuff. He's so big, he's so um he plays hard. Um, obviously he missed a big chance, but it wasn't something detrimental to the team. Saka scored. Um, but I like that he finally I, I I was dreading. I there was like maybe like four or five hours before the game, there was oh Jesus might not play, Jesus might not play. And then he walked in with the team and then lineup came out and he wasn't playing. And I was like, please don't be in Ketia. Inketia cannot play in a game like this. Um and and was Havertz. Havertz was perfect. It was Havertz that started at as a as a striker. He did everything he was supposed to do, especially tracking back, getting back on defense, um, helping out Zinchenko. Like as a number nine, he was all the way back on right on the side of the box, fighting with Zinchenko against Trent Arnold and all those boys. But I thought we took care of business. I wanted one thing is Klopp and his farewell tour business to be like put to bed. I don't like that. Like this guy thinks he's going out on with a Premier League trophy. (laughs) Get the hell out of here, man. Uh, All I know is club the last two years, he did not beat us in the Prem after not beating him the four years previous. They would every year, you're the yearly smackdown at Anfield, like four nil, five nil. And, and the two, the last two years at Anfield, we, we played two games that we should have won, um, which is a big step, I think. And they, they lose that Anfield aura, I think, where once Klopp takes a, a is not oh, their manager sure. anymore. The, like the drop um, is gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And and man, I was I was just impressed, man. It was a tactical masterclass by by Arteta. I think I think finally we're getting. We had a little bump, but it was just. I think it was just a. It's just a thing that happens every season. Obviously, this is the with City and Liverpool. You cannot have that more than once. Uh, but we have a nice stretch of games coming up. If we take care of business, I think we should be right there at the end. Um, obviously, we have um, United at Old Trafford left and then City at the Etihad left. Um, so it'll be tough. No, I agree. And I will say, after 23 games, yeah, do you think that you guys can win the league? Like 15 are left. I think so. I think... I think we will not get smacked in at the Etihad. I think we have a fair chance of going there, getting a result, and that's what everybody knew last year. We we had to go to the Etihad, and if we didn't win that game, we were not going to win the league, you know. Um, but right now they're well, if they're two games in hand, so they would be one, six points ahead of us. One game in hand, so be, three they'd, points they'd ahead be of us. Three points ahead. Ahead and Liverpool two points ahead, yep. and then they still have to play each other. Um, I think it's setting up for a a nice race. And for the first time, I think I believe we'll be there at the end. I don't, I'm I, I'm not 100% certain we'll win. I think City has probably, I would give City maybe a 60% chance of winning the league. Um, yeah, they're due for their little 20. Like 12 game. It hasn't come yet, but you know it's coming. I know when it's starting. I know the first chance, Copenhagen is about to catch. Uh, it'll happen. Copenhagen <laughs> will get a result. 
And then they're going to go on a 17-game win streak. I know it. <laughs> it's I've always like it. that, man. It Every happened year. right after Leipzig. I'm telling you, last year. Last year was after won. Leipzig? Yeah. Um, but they. I'm thinking to myself, they can't do it three years in a row. <laughs> They can't do it. They can't. They can't keep getting away with this. This is but four. Be, no, this is four in a row, isn't it? Uh for the Premier, I think this would be this is, fourth. This would be three in a row for them because no, this would be four. I think this is four. United did three. Yeah, United did yeah, three. This so this would four. be to separate them. Yeah. So four years are, in a row. They are friends. just. They are so different. They have turned the most competitive league in the world to nothing. So, yeah. We need to get that back. So it'll be nice. I, I just like that we will be there at the end. And I think we have, we'll have we'll have a nice Champions League um, uh, show out. I think we'll get to as far as semifinals. That'll be nice coming out party. And then finishing second in the Prem. That'll be this has goal. been a great... <laughs> this is this has been a great uh, race top to, bo- top to bottom. Like uh, the relegation battle has been exciting outside of just, you know... Burnley and 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 Sheffield who look like they're going to be going down. Even Luton have been fantastic. They yeah, they've picked it up, man. They have been a tough. They, oh, they're especially yeah. at home. They're very very tough place to play. As as Arsenal know, uh, we have for, we have a low knee with them, Lokonga, and he's been unbelievable. Um, for them in the midfield. Yeah. So. They have so many like like P is what's it PNP right like plug and play. And yeah. Their midfielders are all PNP, like crazy. Everton obviously are are in the relegation battle, even though they've been fantastic this season. They should not be anywhere near it. Uh, we've completely forgotten about Chelsea. They've like completely fallen off the map. This is eleventh right now, and probably they like they're like a mid table club now. I can't even believe what I'm seeing. This is like the third season in a row they're going to miss Europe. Third season in a row. Yeah. Oh my third god. Third season in a row. The only they, they were there. Because they won the Champions League, that was it. That was the they won the UCL. They, were they got that one season where the first half of the season they were unbeatable. They fell off mm-hmm. a cliff. The next season they were terrible. The year after they're terrible, and now this year they're terrible. So, I'm telling you, man. I, I remember we were taught. We used to talk about that, and it would be like a Rudriga header, and they win one zero. Like, come on, boys. I have never yeah, seen yeah, a Chelsea's fan cool. base like as high in the sky as them. Like before Juve. Remember the first like 15 games of the season? They yeah. were every game. They were unbeatable. Like they'd go up and they would oh, that's it. Done. They shut the door. They have like their like three with five back with three DMs. Like the Khalas. And then <laughs> then they lost to Juve yeah. and then it just came toppling down. No, I think City too. City turned like Gabriel Jesus scored and then it was it. <laughs> City City have embarrassed him. I remember they they were playing against uh, uh, Conte. It was Conte's uh, where, like, they wouldn't even press. Like, it was a one-nil game where everybody was just standing around because they didn't want to lose more than that. It's just they've had very Chelsea's. It's just what this is. They deserve this, man. It's uh, Roman Abram. Uh, Roman Abramovich is not here exactly. Yeah. And that lady, that lady's not here to save them. Marina, Marina, horrible. Yeah. She's not even. She wasn't even good. She just would sell well. That's it. Bro, selling well has maintained their freaking all the all the reason why they're in this position to spend all that money is because they sell well. That's very they, true. To be yeah. fair, they did well this week this summer. They got like what sixty five for Mount, like sixty yeah. for Havertz. They made a profit, or I think they broke even on Havertz, which is like the craziest thing ever. 
Exactly. You make you make over 140 million in one uh, summer of sales. You, according to you know um, uh, the you know, I don't know like what is it called when what's the money thing called? What money thing? Uh, financial fair play. If you oh FFP. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah if, if, They're if, still if, cooked if, though. If, if if you spend like a hundred, if you sell a hundred, you're allowed to spend a a billion, you know. So it's only it's only fair. Keeping so. Chilwa and letting Matson go to Dortmund was just malpractice. Like I have no idea what they were doing. Chilwa was so was he was so bad in their last game. Um, Matson is so good too for Dortmund. Mm-hmm. They have a kid there who helped. I think he was with Burnley last season. He helped them get promoted. No, they have too much. They have too much youngsters. They have way too much. They don't yeah, know what to true. do with them. He's trying the Dodgers system, like with the just triple A talent for days, and then they just start trading them for for superstar for world, superstar. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work like that in football. You can't, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you can't trade for freaking the world class players of the world. So, I think he got that wrong. He did for sure. But uh, we will segue off to our last segment. We call it three five two. We put uh, we put five minutes on the clock. Uh, we mm-hmm. do three predictions each for two of us, and uh, fire away. You can take the first one. Madrid versus Girona. Yes, the heavyweight clash this weekend. Uh, first and second, and Girona's only L is to Madrid. to Real Madrid, where you you guys beat them, I believe, two zero. Three. Um, three zero. Was it three mm-hmm. zero? Um. I think Girona is happy to be here. I think to be playing in a game with stakes this high. Um, and then, like, I think they play, uh, they've beaten, you know, Atletico Madrid and then they've beaten um, at, uh, Barcelona. Barca, yeah. um, and they play Athletic Club right after this. So it's going to be not even, not one big game, but a big two big games in a row where I think Athletic Club is uh, fifth right now. Um, so I think Girona... Uh, getting a result here is important for obviously they're clearly in the top four. I think they're going to finish top four. That's not a worry for sure. Uh, just for title chances, I think giving Madrid a challenge is this is not a place they thought they would be, but I don't think they should stop there. I think they should be. So I th- I would say Madrid. Uh, I think they get a draw. Uh, they get a draw out of this. I'm I'm going to be dramatic. Yeah. I think if Girona win, I think if Real Madrid loses this weekend, I think they're cooked. Like I would, even though they'll be one point behind with fourteen games to go, with how many injuries yeah. and European football coming back, like this is, it's you hard to question. say the team that's winning the league right now is in a must-win situation. Overall, I think the like having no center backs is just you know malpractice of the highest order from the board. We've come to expect it. Uh, I say one one. I th- I think I think we get a draw and and then we kind of it's boring, but uh, we have more questions to be answered. Yeah. Um. And then my second is I think this weekend we get the Super Bowl, we get yes. the Afcon final, yes, and we get the Asia Cup final. So it's yes. unbelievable week for sports. Mm-hmm. Um. So my other two predictions are just Afcon and and. And the Asia Cup, which I already gave. So I think Nigeria wins AFCON and then Qatar wins the Asia Cup as well. So those are my second and third. Okay, I'll say my we get Leverkusen and Bayern this weekend at the same time as Girona and Real Madrid. Which is gonna which be Which one are you watching? 
I actually, uh, bro, it's like I, have to I don't know. You have to watch Real Madrid. I have, have to, to watch, watch Real Madrid, but Leverkusen Bayern is so exciting. I will. I think Leverkusen win. I just I don't think the losing starts say it, now. Say it with your chest. <laughs> I'm taking Leverkusen. I'm taking them three one. I I I think they dismantle them too. I I don't think Bayern's up for it really. They've been. But this is what they do, though. This is what this is how Bayern wins every every. But never like they, this. You can't beat them. But, but never yeah, like this. Especially like Leverkusen have not lost a game. Like twenty games, they haven't lost. Yeah. Credit to it's Bayern. Only... I mean, they're two points behind to a team that has not lost after twenty games. Like that is insane on its own. But like, but they're just too good. They're just too good. Every like everyone is having a career year. Like. Every single player, Boniface, who's not even playing, the next guy steps up. Florian Wirtz, fantastic. Grimaldo, crazy. Um, they miss Kusunu. They get him back after AFCON. And Boniface, obviously, from after injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be bold. I say 3-1. I say Leverkusen 3-1. I'm 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 gonna agree with you. I think Leverkusen wins. Three one is crazy. Um, no, it's think... Bundesliga, bro. What every highlight is the defenders running towards their own goal. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I I think Leverkusen. I I I'm gonna go farther and say they win the league. I think. I, I, I think what's stopping win, them after if they this? win this? If they win this game, they'd be five, five points, points clear, clear with thirteen games left. And I think they've already played... Have they played Dortmund twice? I think they've only played Dortmund once. So, yeah. I think I think Bundesliga plays one less game than... Two less games than every other league, right? I think they have they, like they have two less teams, so they play four less games. Four less games, okay. So they have 13 so. after this. So, like, if they win this, they'll be five points good with 13, which is not that much. But, I mean, they're not going to drop too many points, you have to think. Like, they have no, been dominant... I mean, I think they're still in Europa League as well, Leverkusen. Mm-hmm. So, Xavi doing a double in his first year would be, oh, madness. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. And then uh, my third one, What's I will, third? I, I was going to talk about Mourinho, um, mm-hmm. but we get this weekend, uh, we get um, Aston Villa and Manchester United. So, we get Unai Emery, uh, I think we get a bounce back. Give me, give me, give me Aston Villa two 0 They were they were so disappointing against Chelsea, bro. The Unai Emery experience has begun. They, Aston Villa fans have enjoyed the high of Unai Emery. <laughs> now it's time to witness the lows. It's coming. I I, I did well, but I don't think it's this weekend. Give me two 0 Even though I, it's so on par for me for to say United will lose every single weekend, but give me Unai two 0 I don't. I don't believe in Unai one bit. I think. I. I think Heisenberg gives him. Like I. Uh, they, they're slowly. I saw Diaby was playing against. Um, against Chelsea, but. I don't know. I don't. Uh, Ollie Watkins is not scoring as much anymore. Like it's kind of fallen off a cliff. What? Um. Uh, but this is for the league. They need top four. They need at least a Europa League placement. And, and United is sixth. You know, so they need that as well. That's very um, true. So, yeah, I, 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 I think United wins though. I don't, I don't believe in Unai Emery when it comes to pressure pack situations. When you this is need where he something, crumbles. this is where he folds. This is why he is at Aston Villa. You know, he's just he's not the guy. He's not, but he's a good manager. He's just not. He's just not him when it comes to 
you know. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. But yeah, that's uh, it's been another week. Twenty five in the books. Next week we get twenty six. This is like one of the most action packed weeks of football I can remember. Yeah, with how many Oof. proper crazy games? So I mean, yeah, I think next weekend's episode is going to be very very long. Yes, I can't. But we get Tomiyasu back this weekend. I miss yes. my boys so much. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I can't wait, man. So many finals. Finally, Champions League is back. Yes, the best uh, competition. Give me, give me your Super Bowl prediction. What you got? Oh, this is good. Um, mm, damn. Yeah. I like the Niners. Ooh. Although, yeah, I like the Niners. Give me like 27-23. I'm, I'm not doubting the greatest quarterback of all time. Come uh, on, man. There's no way you're saying that after two rings. And this is for number three. He's crazy, though. This is like the him. epitome. You know, I get reminded of with Ken- with Kansas City. Remember, like New England's like Black Magic, where every year they'd have like the most dog shit yeah. receivers, and then they'd find a way to make it every single year like deep. It's the same. It's the same shit. Absolutely. I just I just think what's happening in Kansas City is crazy, bro. Taylor Swift mania. Um, Kelsey looks flights. like a completely different. I saw that. That was bad. Um, uh, Kelsey looks like a completely different player. Um, he's been unbelievable in the season. I think he needs one more, one more touchdown to be like the greatest, uh, to have the most receiving touchdowns in NFL postseason history. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, I think Patrick Mahomes is, this is the start of a dynasty. I think he's going to go down as the greatest football player ever. And he needs number three. So I don't think it'll be particularly close because Brock Purdy I don't think it can keep up in terms of scoring. Um, so I'll say 33 to 17. Wow. Uh, to uh to Kansas City Chiefs. And That's I fair. think I think um you know, I think Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift at halftime. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I wanted Baltimore uh, in this game so bad, man. I hate both these teams. I know, man. Oh, I don't hate I, I just I get reminded them, that we could have... They're just meh. They're just oh, yeah, me. you're Giants. Were Giants, did Giants draft before Kansas City that year? No, we were... I think that year, I think we had like the 15th pick. Um, but our 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 coach at the time was like, I want Patrick Mahomes. And he went, I think, Oh, 10. really? Gi- oh. The Giants is so funny in the draft. Remember when they traded down? I think they had the Parsons pick and then they traded to the Devonta Smith pick just to take Kadarius Tony. <laughs> and then and then and I think the Eagles and the Cowboys traded with, with each one other another. to stick it to us, yeah, yeah, to get to get uh, Devonte Smith. But the NFC East is the only the the that's the only real uh, what's it called um, division left. Every other division's lovey dovey and all that bullshit. Actually, the a- NFC North is pretty bad. NFC North's pretty um, bad. Um, but you think you guys will draft what's his name? Caleb. Caleb, please. You must right. You have to. You must. He's the so, quarterback he's is so, one. He's so good, man. I can't wait. The we delusion setting in. It's only too. like February and I'm already delusional. I know. The NFL draft is what, April? So The NFL is the only sport where like every fan base is delusional. Like the NBA, like the teams, the teams that are asked, like, yeah, like yeah, wow, yeah. we suck. 
the NFL, like every team will gaslight you for four months about how they're like, they have a great roster. And then after two weeks, they're like, wow, we suck. Like it's the <laughs> only league like that from anything I watch. It's like, it's always like that. NBA, well, NBA is generational how bad the bad teams are. Like this oh, is the yeah, worst. Yeah. You, you, you know who's going to have, who's competing for the top pick right no, away. But the coming into the season, coming to the season, I was thinking we were, because we made it to the playoffs. We won a game. Um, I was thinking, you know, this is, you know, the year we take off. And we lost like 50-0 to ca- the Cowboys in the first leg. And I was like, okay, I'll be back you know, next season. It's crazy. You know within like five minutes. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the the year the Bears were really good, like the 2018, I knew within like mm-hmm. the first quarter, I was like, all right, this is a little different. This year we started, I was like, we suck, man. Like within the first half, I was like, we cannot get a stop. Wait. Like, where do you think your boy goes? Who? Sorry, we're like rambling, but no, no, you're good. Justin Justin Fields, Atlanta. I think Raiders. Raiders would they need somebody? If he saw his his coordinator that he hates just went there. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, there's no way. Damn, I think Atlanta would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. He would he would get that Michael Vick feeling back, but. Yeah, but uh, Caleb, Williams, been... Caleb Williams will be nice. That'll yes, be... we got a couple of months to go until that. But uh, thanks again, guys, for another great episode 25 yes, in the books. Inshallah, the next 25 coming coming up, and uh, next week we we get we get a lot of football to talk about. So looking forward to the to the side of this new new football like year. Yeah, man. Take care, everybody. Yes, Inshallah. absolutely. Inshallah. Inshallah.